Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. You're doing that green screen thing there because your sweatshirt's the same color as the background. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. All right. Known as guys always yell at me about leaving Illinois, and you tell me how much you love Illinois, and one's got Wisconsin on, the other's got Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> there you go. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Fleur helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. I didn't miss it earlier. I said it in the car. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, well, Mr. Floor's going to send me my $4, and we're good. (gasps) I'll split it with you. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Go ahead. Hey, Rich, give us the newsletter countdown there, if you would. Make sure that that's sounding right at your end. The newsletter countdown? Yeah. If somebody wanted a newsletter, how could they do that? Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Uh, If you want the newsletter, go to MightyHouse.net. Click on the Contact Us page, and then just put in your first, last name, your email address, and then scroll on down and click on Boom, Done. Boom, shakalaka, just like that. Boom, yeah, shakalaka. you can tell my brain was somewhere else. It took me a while to play catch up. Uh-huh. Yeah, cool. All right, so there we go. Um, yeah, Robbie? I was going to say I brought show and tell. You did? I did. So, What'd you do? You know, it's Small Business Saturday, so I, I know, thought you would just run with that. I'm going to. I am, I okay. am, I am, I am, I am. Sam, I am. I am going to run with that. Um, okay, so let me start by saying it's Small Business Saturday, and you know what I love to do? What's I that? love to make the phone ring. Just bug, bug uh, Trixie. That's all I love to make the phone ring. So Small Business Saturday, you get like 15 seconds or until I cut you off. <laughs> if it's something I really like, then, then I'll, you'll let, be you, on for 20 I'll minutes. let you talk long. If it's boring, um, you're done. The number is 877-711-5611, 877-711-5611. Call and tell me about your small business. Sure. And because we're on all over the country. Yeah, anywhere. You can call from anywhere. That's right. Because most places is, are e-whatever anyway. What's that? A lot E-commerce? Of- yeah. Well, no, I shouldn't say most places. I'm sorry. Most retail places are, but service yeah. places are not. No. Okay. So then thing number two is the mice figured out how to get out of my traps. Really? Yes. Cool. I th- think what had happened is because I would catch like three at a time and one would hide in the little corner, so I would have to biff it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry? Would, would I you... would have to biff it. Okay. Not really. I would shake it out and it wouldn't come out. So I would kind of like hit it on the ground. Uh-huh. And then so the last couple times I put the trap in there, I'm like, did I forget to put peanut butter? No, I didn't forget to put peanut butter. They came in, ate the peanut butter. And they're leaving now. And then they left. Uh-huh. And I sent you a picture earlier of the avocado. Right. That was half eaten. Sure. Which these are just reminders to you to tell your office manager, your scheduling guy. Yeah. Okay. Get his butt out there. Yeah. So then yesterday I had to go get another trap and I was looking up live traps and something said you have to move mice three to five miles. Wow. I don't believe it. So for show and tell, what did I bring today, Rich? 
I don't know, a yardstick to go three to five miles? <laughs> nope, you're on the wrong track. What did I bring today? I, I, you want me to tell him? Sure, you could show him. She brought the mice. Mm. Well, they said, you know, in the wild, they only live about, what, four months? Yeah. They're but so you, cute. Aren't they but cute? But if you keep them in, in cages at home, they could go like two years. You see two of them, right? No. There's, oh, there's one. See, it hides in oh, that. There's, there's the other one. Yeah, there, there might even be three. I yeah. usually get two to three at a time. Yeah. I didn't want to just bring one over here. Why? Because it might be. Because he'd get lonely. I know. He would. Rich, <laughs> it's the truth. I couldn't take a brother or a sister or a mommy or a baby away. <gasps> what you should do then is just get them a cat to keep them busy. Yeah. So I had they to should make have sure a pet cat who will love them and hug them and stroke them and squeeze them. Yes. So I brought two of them so that we could release them in the studio. Oh yeah. And then oh yeah, I'm Randall. Sure. Especially the way mice like to chew wire. I'm pretty sure they'd totally love to have you release them in the studio. I'm re- yeah. unless Randall comes in and gives me a hug. Uh-huh. I'm releasing them in the studio this morning because they're so cute. I think he's already home and in bed again. How did he get here so fast? I don't know. I don't know how he did that. He Who must, was with he, him? He must have Plus, moved. he lives in, you know, he lives in there he is. There he is. Come here, Randall. <laughs> we miss you, buddy. Miss you guys, too. <laughs> I miss you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Do you so, want some mice? He brought. She brought mice in for you. Because she likes to catch mice. They're so cute. I can't kill them. Right? They're right. See, he's Randall. Leaving. He's leaving. Oh, he's going to feed them. Oh, yeah. That's what he's going to do. I don't know what he's going to do. But I anyway. A, I, he looked like he was afraid of mice. Yeah, he, he did. did look like he was afraid of mice. Big, strong hockey guy he afraid of mice. He went to go mice. get his hockey stick so he could play slap shot. <laughs> you know, his sweatshirt, that's what I thought. It says women's ice hockey. It is. I coach women's ice hockey. And you brought mice. They're right there. right next Into to my you. studio. Yes, yeah. I did. To chew, you, to chew the wires. Yeah. yeah. I already so have I enough wiring her, yeah. problems as it is, and uh-huh. you brought mice into Home, my studio. You're, you're a little... Overmodulating. Screechy. You're very screechy today. Yeah, Randall. I don't mean to He's be screechy. Angry. You brought mice into I my did. studio, I though, did. and that's why I might be a little screechy. <laughs> that's why I needed a hug from you first. Oh. So now you go out to Ron's truck, and you get the rubber mallet, and you play whack-a-mole. No! <laughs> they are so cute. I'm not playing... No. <laughs> It is Small Business Saturday. Call us. The mice will be released as a lovely pair. Ron might want to take them home. They're so cute. Didn't you say Ian's wife? Ian, are you listening? Yeah. Doesn't your wife want some mice? Yeah. Yeah, she she keeps them. She she catches them and then keeps them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're adorable. And no, you may not call up if you have a reptile. You may not call and ask for them. You may not. Sure. Well, then you don't Why? need to just tell Robbie that, but yeah. <gasps> no. Yeah. Nobody's getting the mice. Nobody's. What? You're just gonna, we're just going to release them out here in front, though. Is that it? Well, is there a woods around here? I don't know. There's Got any maybe. Osprey or falcons or anything? Do we just put chance? them out in front? I don't know. Uh, you got me. I think, I think you got to go release them somewhere else. Like where? Because then they will get in here, probably. They're going to go where it's warm. Not my monkeys, not my circus. (laughs) I guess they are my monkeys. So if if there's an exterminator out there, you could call in with your uh, small business Saturday and plug your extermination business, too. But he's going to say, kill him. Yeah. 
But you're right. If there's an exterminator, is it true you have to release them three to five miles away? And I really want to release them in a forest so they have a nice home. Yeah. But I've been releasing them in the forest, and they keep coming back in my house. That's because you just walk across the street. Yeah. That's not far. So have you been tagging these, like, paint spots or anything so you can identify if it's the same one coming back? I name them. (laughs) No, I don't name them. They all look pretty similar. No, I haven't been tagging them. But it would be a good experiment to tag them now and see if they make it. Back home? Back home. Yeah, that, that would be, yeah. That would be impressive. That would be a study that we would have to do, like, I mean, a, a report kind of thing. Yeah. We'd have to pub- publish that. We'd have to publish that. Sure. Maybe we could put, tra- like, GPS trackers on them. Yeah. And then let them go. I know. Just drop a big old GoPro and battery on them. There you go. <laughs> They're so cute. <clears throat> but once we get the problem fixed, uh huh, then the problem will be fixed. Yes. Don thinks they're coming in from the attic. I say no. The, I say they're the, coming under the deck. So, you, like, they're crawling up the brick, getting in the attic, and then coming down into the walls. That's what he thinks. And it's possible. I think. Because the brick on your house is textured. So. I've seen them crawl up there. Oh, have you? Once when I released one yeah. out my front door. Yeah. Because it was, like, in the middle of the night or something. I'm like, ugh. And it just went, you crawled right up. Uh-huh. So. Is it, and, and are there gaps along the soffit? You know, where the roof meets the wall? I don't know. I think you came one time and you looked around. Yeah, we, I wasn't really worried about them crawling up the walls, though. Oh, they can. And well, they I, yeah, I'm sure. I didn't, you know, we were walking around the... Looking Mice at the are not problem. vertically challenged. No. So if they, if they could crawl, we might need to just inspect the uh, soffits before we go cutting that deck apart, too. All right, good idea. Because mm-hmm. now it's a struggle. It's a marital thing. <laughs> Yeah. I say it's under the deck. Yeah. Because there's all kinds of stuff living under the deck. Uh huh. He says it's the attic. So. Okay. Now we have to find out. Well, we'll start with the attic first because that's going to be the easier of the two to try and stop. So we'll walk. Right. The least expensive route. Yeah. So we'll walk around the perimeter, check where the soffit meets the walls, and make sure there's nothing there where they can get up and get through there. Mm-hmm. And then once that has been eliminated, then we cut your deck apart. All right. Which is the expensive part. Time for a new one anyway. Oh, I agree. No, it's not. There's, <laughs> m- there's many, many things I need new. On the list is the bathroom. Uh-huh. Oh. oh. Uh, okay. Christina was writing in. She was, I don't know, the camera, she was responding to Robbie at one point, but she said she heard us talking about LED lights. Yeah. She said, we buy them and laugh. Oh, she means we laugh. I know what she's talking about. You know what? Um, I know she's probably listening because if she's writing on Facebook, call us 877-711-5611 and tell us about these LED lights. Because I have heard from some people they're not lasting as long as you say, like 10, 20 years. So is there, does that mean there's a problem with their electrical? Anyway, call in. No, actually, one of the major things is their bulbs are rated for enclosures and bulbs not rated for enclosure. You have to read the box. If it's not rated for an enclosure and you put it in a light fixture with a globe, it'll retain heat and destroy the driver. Yep. So, but again, nobody teaches you this stuff, you know? I mean, it's like the color of light. I've helped more people at the box stores standing in the aisle confused to no end. Yep. What's 2700 Kelvin? What's that mean? What's, you know, what's this K on here? They gotten better with that, yeah. but when they first came out, nobody had a clue. So right, right, it's been tough. But yes, if they're used 
in the wrong circumstance, they will not last. Right. So you think it's going to say on the box? Yes, they say for an enclosure or not. Well, my house is enclosed. No, 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 no. It Within a globe. So, And you're wearing your alpaca pants, too, today. I am. Excellent. Nice. Okay, so now we have to read the box. We have to yes, read the you box. have to read the box. I'm It'll gonna... tell you the, the color of the light by temperature. I really don't think it's tell you. <clears throat> the box says that. No. I don't think so. It does. Hmm. Some, a lot of them do. All right. So, uh, hey, hey, Justin, let's go to the uh, Will Report there real quick. You got him punched up? Uh, right. Is he there? Are you there, Will? You... Hey. All right, go ahead. Real, uh, give us a quick rundown there. Okay, just I posted an article this week about uh, the stuff that home inspectors do. Um, one is the disability where we see all kinds of stuff and we're calling it out, and our wives get crazy on it. Oh wait, hang on, hang on. There was uh, hang on. We'll be back. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't. He- I didn't. He- well, I'm on the Mighty House page, and I don't see where I can watch the show. Videos? Really, I have it right here. You want me to forward it to you? I have how-to videos, photos, context, Mighty House Team, Mighty House On Demand. Go on the stream. Oh, no, you're on the website. Go to the Facebook page. Okay. Yeah, Facebook, not web page. <laughs> well, I, on the web page, there should be a link. Uh-huh. Um, I'm what? We're, what do you mean? Where's the rejoin? Where was the go? Oh, we're on? <laughs> See, I work construction. Oh, I build. gosh. I don't know if you all realize the, the pressure a man like me has got on it. This is my house. Oh, it's like we've never done this before. Hey, welcome to our first show. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. All right, there we go. You can join us on Facebook Live and watch this mess. You could, or YouTube Live, Periscope Live right now. Brought you in part by Mr. Floor. Smart 265. Wreck. <laughs> and Maggie Red. And wherever you're watching, you can click on the like button if you really do like this mess. <laughs> and subscribe so you can all, always be notified of us screwing up something else. Podcasts yeah. and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And if you want to sign up for the Client Tool of the Month, give Trixie a call, 877-711-5611. We are going to be giving that away at the end of the show today. On Facebook Live. On Facebook Live right after the show. And... What we do is your name, when you call in, just goes into the uh, Mr. Floor tote bag. And uh, at the end of the show, Trixie's going to draw a name. And you're going mm-hmm. to win the KTB2 portable rechargeable flashlight. And then all the names that were in the bag, yep, we dispose of them. Yes. We don't add you to a mailing list, nothing. It says all highly incognito. <laughs> yes. Goes through the shredder, boom, done. Start a fresh That's month. That's it. Yep. And... Uh, you should yes, s- by calling us and, and just getting your name in there with you, and then stuff does not get you signed up for anything more. Nope, that's it. That's all you get. It's just a, a chance to win the uh, rechargeable battery and flashlight combo. Yep. KTB2, Klein Tools, uh, rechargeable battery. So 877. What do you think came up with that model number? 711. KTB Klein Tools, B, battery, yep. 2. Yep. KTB1 is huge. Yeah. 
No, no, that's a KTB five. The KTB five is the big box. Is that you, monster one yes. that you could run your house on? Yes. When, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, eight seven, anyway. eight seven 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 one one five six one one. Give Trixie a call. Tell her you want to be uh, signed up for that Klein tool of the month. And yes. I'm sorry. Will's back. He's done with his his wife's done with his, her conversation. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Will, you there? Nope. He just hung up on him. <laughs> or did you no i didn't touch it man i didn't touch it All right. <laughs> i'm not touching nothing around here today <laughs> so you posted on facebook a picture of a, a truss roof being sheeted yes um with radiant barrier plywood yes i did and um, you made a comment that yes we use that on our jobs and it's weird we don't use it on all of them really i don't know why okay but- that article you put up there, and they state that you know it'll block out like thirty percent of, or, or it blocks out all the radiant, the sun, the right. radiant, okay, radiation. Excuse me, heat, right? And it keeps the attic like thirty percent cooler or something crazy like that, and right. it does. I was building a couple of years ago. We we're building two houses side by side, and I'm walking through one of them, and it has standard plywood and. You know, there's no windows in either house yet. Right. So outside temperature, 80 degrees inside this house, probably 90. Uh-huh. I go over to the other one, it had to be like 70 degrees in there. Really? Just, it was so much cooler with that radiant plywood. It was like, holy cow. And again, of course, we put all our air handlers up in our attics. But the only problem we did run into is the spray foam. You had to use a special primer. It wouldn't stick to the radiant barrier plywood. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they fixed it, so yeah. they say. Okay, so um, so you don't. I thought you were using that on every project down there. So it's just. No, I don't know why we don't. So I'm in. I don't think it's that much more expensive than standard plywood. I mean, I'm my house. I've got it figured. Yeah. To you know, I get it alternate for it. Let's put it that way. Right. How much more is it to use this? Because it's you know, even though you're going to have the the open cell foam, you know, the unvented roof structure, if I can keep that radiation out of the attic and work worry more about holding in as opposed to holding out. Right. I mean, you should be able to heat the house with a match and cool it with an ice cube. <laughs> exactly. I, I I just, and then, so, you know, the other part of that, if you're using it down there and it's working so well, is it something that we should be looking at doing up here then? Because right now we, uh, you know, you don't see that very often. No, that article actually stated that it was really just the sun belt. Yeah. That's, and that's the, kind of what the I greatest thought. advantage, you know, so you're talking Florida, Southern Alabama, Georgia, you know, across through Texas right. and, and Arizona. And I would agree with that. I mean, it, you need to have predominantly sunny days to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Anything south of the Mason Dixon line, you're well, for you today, if it's sunny out, you actually want that radiant heat. Yes. Yeah. And it's not, you know? but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. so. It's not. All right. Let's, uh, let's go back to the will report. Are you there? Good morning. There we go. Hey, morning, Will. Will. Hello. It's a great day for radio science today. <laughs> um, just a comment. I, I posted an article on the website, one of my new articles, um, talking about, number one, how it is to be the spouse of a home inspector. We have this disability. We're always seeing stuff and calling it out, and <laughs> our wives are looking at us like, what the heck are you doing? Right. You probably have a similar thing with your wife. Oh, yeah. But more importantly, mm-hmm. I was walk, walking around the neighborhood, and I noticed that one of my neighbors was pouring a new uh, a driveway. 
um, because uh, they had the forms in. And I walked over and I noticed that the forms were set too high against the house so that the concrete, when it was poured, would, number one, be above the foundation line and onto the brick, partially covering the weep holes. And secondly, that there were window wells that had sunk and the, uh, the final level of the, the driveway would be about an inch and a half above the window wells. Ooh. So, you know, that's not a good thing. So I, I said, okay, and I got back there the next day, and they were getting ready to pour, and everybody's standing around waiting to pour. And I went over and I pointed this out, and the, the foreman was like, oh, well, well the, the village approved it. And I'm like, well, number one, you don't, you don't need a permit for, for, for dr- pouring a driveway in this village. And secondly, you know, how they didn't approve it. Third, if they get a permit, where's the permit? Right. Uh, he goes, oh, you know, I don't have to listen to you. And I pointed out about the window wells. He goes, okay. So he said, I thought, geez, they're going to fix the frames. I came back the next morning. They had poured it. They had framed around the window wells to about an inch. Um, so the, it was like the, the concrete that did around the window wells was right level with the, the window well. There was no lip. And it was depressed from the rest of the, of the driveway. And there was two downspouts right there. And then I walked by there this morning, and sure enough, you got water because it's raining. Um, coming down, going into those uh, little depressions around the window wells, just pouring into the window well, uh, you know, waking up the brick. You've already got some algae forming on the brick. <laughs> Hire people who know what the heck they're doing. Yep. Hire people who think yep. about stuff. As yep. important as practical experiences, book learning is also important. Yeah. Um, you can't get into the electricians' union around here unless you got a lot of at least a B average in algebra. You know, you got to know what you're doing so you can think about it, as opposed to just doing rote work. Because then I call stuff out. I talk to the lady who owned the house. She's like, "Well, what do I do?" And I says, "Well, you're screwed now because right. they're never going to come back and report this." Um, so, you know, and I says, "Well, you can sue them, but I guess the company's just going to change their LLC, <laughs> and then you won't be able to do anything there." So it's, you know, hire people ahead of time that you know are licensed, insured professionals. And remember that licensing really is no guarantee of, of any kind of qualifications because most of the trades in Illinois, the license is just getting a business license and proving you have insurance, right. which you right. can drop the very next day. So, so anyway. Do you think she has any, any recourse going to the village? And, and asking the village to, to come out and take a look at it, and then at least the village then could enforce that? that, that you know, uh, well, the village is never going to enforce it, because they're going to enforce it by making her tear it up, if anything. Right. And then she's got to go, because that's a whole separate civil suit. I did, a, I did a, an inspection for a condo building one time, split face block, the trusses were rotting, the, the, uh, the, the ceiling was actually coming down, three of the trusses had snapped. Oh, wow. And so the we had called the, uh, you know, we had a group at the condo association. We were getting ready to fix it. And one of the owners was underwater on their mortgage. This was years ago. And they said, well, we'll just call the city. And the city will come out and, and uh, you know, make them fix it. Right. It was a, th- yeah. a three-year-old building. Oh, wow. And so they called the city. The city guy came out and he goes, yep, that's up. And uh, you're going to have to tear it down. Uh, <laughs> we'll give you 60 days to tear it down. If you don't, we'll tear it down and we'll send you the bill. Oh, and they're wow. like, well, why don't you make the builder fix it? He goes, oh, that's a civil suit. That's something between you and the builder. That's not the city. Yeah. The city only has, rec- 
if it's a, it's a, an imminent safety hazard and um, only to make whoever owns it at the time fix it, Got as it. opposed to the guy who built it. Right. So, buyer beware. Yes, exactly. Get yourself anyway. get a home inspector. All right, thanks, Will. Thanks, right, Will. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. There we go. All right. Another Will report. Um, so check out what he's talking about. They pour, you know, they're pouring the sidewalks too high. They're, they're pouring driveways too high. And you want to have eight inches of exposed foundation uh, mm-hmm. around all the way around the perimeter of your house. So that that way... Uh, you don't have any water intrusion and stuff like that. Well, the so, problem is, that, you know, especially in older neighborhoods, this was before we had rules concerning the topographical finish of your property and which way you pitched and where your water went. Yep. So to say that now makes it difficult, but some common sense about not burying your window wells and things are. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some things that are are common sense that you just. You got to. You hope that the contractor you're hiring is is taking care of it. Um, and I guess the other option is, you know, if it's if it's not an item that can be inspected, then you then you hire a home inspector to come out and and manage or watch that uh, installation, so that that way you know it's being right. done correctly. You know. Um, well, with, I just have it. I got a, I got a friend of mine who wanted to buy a car, and I found him a, a '67 Triumph. Yeah. But it's in California. Uh-huh. So he says, oh, should I call the guy and offer this? And I said, no. I said, here's a list of appraisers. Uh-huh. Call one of these guys, see what he'll charge you to. Look at the car, determine its value, and handle the trade of money and title. Yeah. Excellent. All right, we'll be back right after this with the tip of the week. Mighty House will return. So soon. Okay, it's play. Uh, there we go. Here they come this We're back. Day. This is Mighty House. All right. We're learning here. By the end of the show, we're going to have this down, Rich. You know, i got to push yeah. buttons and stuff over on this end, too, to make things work right. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also give uh, Trixie a call for the Klein Tool of the Month if you want to get signed up for that. It's the KTB2 portable job site, rechargeable battery, and flashlight. And uh, even if you don't want one yourself, you might want to sign up for that. And uh, hopefully if you win it, that'll be a great gift for somebody over the holidays. So it is the KTB2 portable job site, rechargeable battery from Klein Tool. And uh, give Trixie a call, 877 877- Seven one one five six one one, and uh, she'll get you signed up for that. Drawing is at the end of the show today. You can also give us a call on the Mister Floor Helpline, who happens to be that same number eight seven 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 one one five six one one, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mister Floor cleaning products. They're all non toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MisterFloor.com. And Robbie's I, now. I would have out- done that. I would have got the other four bucks because she walked out of here. Uh huh. She is. So now you got it. I got it. So. I got it. And then uh, should we just like roll right into the tip of the week, do you think? Sure. Okay. Uh, if rumbling and cracking sounds are made by your water heater or there never seems to be enough hot water, stop by the water heater warehouse in Northbrook and talk with Bob. He has a full line of A.O. Smith professional line water heaters with pure magnesium anode rods. 
Other places cheap out and install aluminum anode rods that gel and sludge in your water heater. Uh, with Bob from Northbrook, everyone gets wholesale prices at the water heater warehouse in Northbrook. It's right across the street from Glenbrook North High School. And you can give Bob a call at 847-564-4448. That's 847-564-4448. And if you want to, and, and he can also just let you know if you need a new water heater, or you may just need to clean your old one, and he's got the Maggie Red. Uh, Maggie Rad comes in the two-pound family size, and it's approved by all water heater manufacturers. And you can only find it at the water heater warehouse or where else, Rich? Uh, one of the 410 Menard stores. <laughs> That's right. And uh, you, if you stop by the water heater warehouse in Northbrook, just uh, give, or you can give Bob a call, 847-564-4448. That's 847-564-4448. And uh, with that, I think we're ready to roll. As soon as I hit this button right here. <laughs> Robbie. Red? Okay, you, you, Sparky. Ron had to do your dot com in the last oh. read, so you owe him four bucks now, too. Shoot. All right, so if you're going away this winter, you know, trying to go someplace warmer. Too loud? Yeah, uh, no. He Justin yeah. needs to put some cans on so he can hear what's going on. I got you. All right. So if you're going away this winter, you know there's some things you do around your house before you take off. Uh, so you know if you're snowbirds heading south, so how uh-huh. do you prepare your house? First, turn off your main, your water main. So unless you got galvanized pipes, I wouldn't drain them. Okay. So galvanized pipes. They just rust, and yep. you know they don't like stagnant water. Nope. Um, go to the hardware or boat store, pick up some non-toxic antifreeze, and put the antifreeze in your toilet bowls, your sink. You know, it's not to fill the sink; it's to fill the traps. Right. And your shower bases. So yep. you fill the traps with this. It doesn't evaporate. Uh, it doesn't freeze, and then you don't have to worry about your traps freezing. Question, please, mm-hmm. because I saw somebody do that recently. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Is it a chemical that shouldn't be? No, it's. I just had a lot of questions about watching them do that. Where does it go? How do you get rid of it when you come home? It's food Take safe. A it's 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 a it's just a food safe antifreeze. Food. What is antifreeze made of <clears throat> that it could be food safe? Well, I'm pretty sure I feel a, an email coming to Robbie from Bob. So <laughs> yes. I'm Bob. Just I'm hang in there. It. About 20 minutes, he should be done writing that puppy, and you'll I'm sorry. know more about. I'm not reading it. I'm not reading ever it. Ever wanted to. So when you get home, then you just flush everything out. Turn the water on. It flushes out. Then that, uh, you know, the, the 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 antifreeze then gets flushed down, and it's fine. It's in your food. That same stuff is in your food that you're eating. It is, and it's making the pipes and, and not you, freeze. And if you like, yeah, and if and if you like those electronic cigarette things, that that's right. that's what's in those making the smoke nasty. Hear that, yeah, Trixie? Yeah. So, Rich, whatever. I don't mean to interrupt your tip of the week. I'm just asking questions about the tip of the week. No, that's fine. So, that's your job. does it? So, I'm picturing like a a layer of antifreeze. Uh huh. No. So how it, it fills that trap. There shouldn't be any water in the trap. It should only be antifreeze. Okay. Does that make sense? And then you put it in the toilets and the sinks? Yep. Any place yeah, that has a trap. With a trap that would hold water because if the furnace goes out, temperature drops, water freezes and expands, and then it breaks the traps and stuff. How do you know when it's filled enough? Eh, just pour, a cup, pour some in there until it looks right. 
Okay. You know, you Thank don't you. you don't do a splash. You just you know maybe do yeah, a couple of cups. And, you know. And most of them will come either pre-mixed or unmixed. So if it's unmixed, then you might only have to use, like, say, one cup, and that'd be more than enough to mix with the water in the trap and create an antifreeze. So, right. Like, your car's always 50-50. All right, so then next thing you want to do is turn your thermostat down maybe 54, 55 degrees. You don't need it, you know, at 70 or 75. You just want to keep it well above freezing. Yep. And it keeps the walls from icing up, keeps your drains from freezing. Right. Unplug all your electrical equipment, your computer, your monitors, TVs, cable boxes, satellite receivers, even small stuff like digital picture frames. Because it's the so-called phantom draw is about 15% of your monthly usage. And it's just everything you have, even in the when it's turned off, is still drawing power uh-huh. to keep the internal clock going or whatever. And Yep. See, I'm old enough to remember that was the greatest thing with VCRs, right? You'd lose power, the clock would flash. Uh-huh. So we just put black electrical tape over it. That Fixed. way we never had to reset the clock again because it <laughs> gave a damn. Why does everything have to have a clock on it? Uh, not anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I know. But, you know. Everything you just... has a TV on it now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is true. Turn the temperature down on your water heater to conserve power or electrical power or gas. If it's electric, you might even consider shutting it down completely since there won't be any need for hot water while you're away. Yep. Yep. Remember to leave your interior doors all open. Open? Do not close all the doors as you walk out. Uh Leave them open so that you can have more air movement around your house. Okay. And this applies also to base cabinets, your sink bases. So it might be a vanity base in your kitchen cabinets. Never mind. You know, it doesn't hurt to have them closed. They're designed to be closed. But if you leave these base cabinet doors open, and, you know, when you guys get that polar vortex, Uh you can get a lot colder in that cabinet than normal. Right. So by leaving it open, you reduce the possibility of freezing. So it's a big, good idea to leave those cabinet doors open. Plus, it's... Keeps the mice from chewing holes and everything. They have free movement from sure, the they range. Sure, they can go yeah, in and out really easy. In and out. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I, I just, just popped in my head thinking of her <laughs> bottom drawer in her, in her cook in her oven. Uh-huh. Yeah. So put a forward or a stop on your mail delivery. And uh, don't forget about your newspapers or enlist a trusted neighbor to collect all that for you. Because that's a sure sign that nobody's home is build up of newspapers on the driveway means you've been gone for four or five days. So yeah. Yeah. Or overflowing, uh, mailboxes. Yes. So the other thing too, is try to find somebody to help you out by plowing or shoveling your driveway or sidewalks while you're gone, even though, you know, you're not going to need it. But again, if they're not done, it's pretty obvious you're not home. Right. So you want to take care of that stuff. Heather net. We're good. Just like that. So that's your 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 getting out of dodge tip of the week. I, and what about the ther- you know the thermostats? Um, if you could get the smart thermostats, and that way you could monitor that all the time too. Um, yeah. And if you don't want to have it, you could even have your your HVAC contractor having that. So that way it would send an alarm if there's something wrong. Well, that's like ours do all the. Uh, XV systems that we install once uh-huh. you set up the smart thermostats. I mean, they're the thermostats from the manufacturer. Right. But you put in the model number, serial number, the guy who built the, fir- you know, or installed everything. Yep. And if that system goes down and requires maintenance, it notifies him and the homeowner. Yes. And then that way you're good. All right. Awesome. We'll be back right after this. Mighty House. Mighty House will return. 